0: We'd like to welcome you back to part two of our emergency freedom alerts for June 27th, 2022. And I really wanted to get the last part all in one part. I didn't really want that subject to bleed into the next, but there's one more clip I have to play here and this is elena brooks a 15 year old survivor of child sex uh she tells her horrific story she is one of the founding board members of warrior bride ministries the one that we just the one lady that we just heard her story needs to be heard and i couldn't i just can't in good conscience not play this and i give you a, a link to their website yeah it is dot com i'm sorry warrior bride um and I'm gonna play about 12 minutes of this. And th- this is gonna give you some other vital information that wasn't really covered in the preceding videos. Um, so I'm gonna go ahead and start this now.
1: Bases from conspiracy theories. You see, you have to do a lot of research and digging, try go to get some actual statistics or information, which seems kind of odd. Why wouldn't? Now, anyone... She's
0: actually talking about real statistics regarding child sex trafficking. She's speaking at a uh, summit with some Republican convention, Rock the Red in um, Georgia, I believe, which is where they're based out of. They're based near Atlanta, and so that's what you're hearing.
1: I want you to know that 1.2 million kids a year are sold for sex globally. That is slightly more than the entire population. Of the state of Rhode Island.
0: That's probably very conservative. 1.2 million kids sold every year worldwide. I think that is beyond conservative. I don't even think that's remotely even. If you've got 800,000 kids to a million going missing every year just in America alone or people. How many of them are falling in into this system? Now there's systems that she's not even aware of. I believe there are systems that she's because this is all done under the cover of dark darkness it's where the devil likes to be in darkness so people aren't aware of these things that is an absolute fraction that statistic she just gave only God knows the, the real true number
1: child trafficking is a 150 billion dollar a year industry having surpassed the sale of illegal guns and expected to per- surpass criminal drugs in 2021
0: 150 billion and again that's probably very very low figure
1: only 55% of your victims are girls that means 45% are boys 300,000 children are sold for sex each year in the US that is the entire city of Lexington, Lexington Kentucky Corpus Christi, Texas, or Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. The average age of a victim when they get rescued is 12. However, most indicate that they entered trafficking between three or four years old. And here's one for you. 60% of the victims come from foster care. Ah. Child Protective Services, whose job it is to protect these kids, somehow manages to give 180,000 of them a year to traffickers. Mm.
0: That's what they're designed to do. The police, CPS, foster care working. Now I'm not saying all police, I'm saying probably certain factions as an enforcement arm working with CPS, working with foster care, working with high level and low level and everything in between type politicians and only God knows what else to facilitate all this.
1: The picture on your slide is from a campaign we had in Georgia about three years ago that Marty Kemp did. 3,600 kids from the state of Georgia where we're located are sold into trafficking each year. That is 76 school buses leaving an elementary school every year. That should be easy information to find, right? But instead you get inundated with this idea that child trafficking is made up for whatever reason. It's a conspiracy. So Bell at 7 is a liar, right? gave you lots of stats, but let's talk about what a day in the life of a trafficking victim actually looks like. Remember this as we talk about some of these things. The United States State Department says on average a child can be sold 20 times a day for sex. That is once every 72 minutes, each child. So according to a Reuters report, it takes the average American approximately 76 minutes to get ready in the morning between coffee, trying on clothes, showering, makeup, etc. During your morning routine, a child can have a sexual encounter with one adult. What's getting ready look like for them, though. I know a little girl. She grew up in a basement with eight other kids. Her coffee consisted of her brother picking up, her, to, picking her up to drink out of a leaky pipe. Showering, trying on clothes, and makeup were reserved for special occasions that normally involved lots of men doing bad things, scary occasions. According to Geostat, in Atlanta, 46% of workers have a two-hour commute to work. Trust me, they don't drive that far if y'all have driven in Atlanta. You know what I mean. It's all good. But in that two-hour car ride, in your air-conditioned vehicle, listening to the Cowboy Logic podcast, or maybe the conservative business journal on your Bluetooth radio, a child trafficking victim can have another two sexual encounters with an adult in a basement or a trap house on a dirty, blood-stained mattress somewhere. Say on the way to work, you decide to swing by Starbucks. On average, it's a a four-and-a-half-minute detour. According to addictionresource.net, that's long enough to shoot a kid up with heroin. You see, some people like to have sex with kids who don't move, don't feel, and some people like fighters. It's a personal choice. So she said
0: some some perverts like to have sex with kids that don't move and some like fighters. So it's a personal choice for these perverted, hell-bound, vessels of Satan doing this to these children
1: into the office and you work an eight-hour day 30-minute lunch break but child trafficking victims work never clocks out While you sit at your desk in your economic ergonomic desk chair with your contoured mouse pad a child can have another sexual seven sexual encounters with an adult I'm using the word encounter to describe this, because that's one purchase. How many people, we don't know, could be one. Maybe you wanna go halves with your buddy, maybe it's a group of you, but it's one purchase. Either way, by the time you end your work day, when you're winding down for the night, it is fully capable that a child has already been sold 10 times that day. But you've had a stressful day, you've dealt with some terrible clients, right? So you go out with friends for drinks for about an hour and a half. According to the National Coalition Against Domestic Violence, it takes 20 minutes to beat a child in a domestic situation. So where you're having drinks, child trafficking victim could be beat up to four times. And you finally make it home and you plop on the couch to binge watch, say three episodes of Friends. Any Friends fans? Sounds good. That's enough time for two more sexual encounters for a child trafficking victim. And according to USA Today, it takes about 42 minutes for the average American to get ready for bed, which is about as much time as it takes to prepare a child for auction. Remember I told you that showering and makeup and pretty clothes means something very bad is going to happen? Auctions where grown men get to bid on you and take you home as a prize that they've won for a weekend or however long they pay for. I remember this one guy, he bought kids at auctions. His name was Pat. He was Italian, he lived in a big house in the Pocono Mountains. He had five kids of his own and a beautiful wife, but he liked the power trip that came from having sex with a little girl. So every couple of months, he'd send his wife and kids to Cancun on a luxury vacation and bid on a little girl at auction. All day long, she got to play in his pool and with his daughter's toys and eat whatever she wanted. He played with her just like he did his daughters. And then at night, he'd dress her up in some women's lingerie and rape her repeatedly. So by the time your head hits the pillow at night, It is fully capable for a child trafficking victim to have had 12 sexual encounters, four beatings, been shot up with heroin, or sold at auction, and the day's just getting started. Don't leave here this weekend and forget them. Say their names. They could be your daughters, your granddaughters, your sisters, your nieces. So like I said before, my PowerPoint slide said, Kids are commodities, whether we'd like to acknowledge it or not. Does anyone here know what the definition of a commodity is? Can any of you tell me? Come on now, we got to make this fun. Anyone know what a commodity is? Something that has value. Anyone else? No? All right. All right. We have to engage, or y'all going to start crying, then I'm going to start crying, and it's just it's not going to be good, OK? According to Webster, a commodity is a raw material or primary agricultural product that can be bought and sold, a raw material that can be bought and sold. Kids are commodities to some sick individuals. How can I stand up here and tell you that with such confidence? Because my name is Eliana Brooks, and I'm a 15-year trafficking survivor and I will not be quiet so that all of you can remain comfortable. The story I told you about Belle, she was a client. But every other instance I gave you is my story. My life that I lived. My brother picked me up to drink out of a broken pipe. Pat bought me at auction. I am your daughter.
0: So the guy, Pat, in the Poconos that would send his wife and kids to Cancun for the whatever so he could bring her back to his house to play with her like he played with his own daughters and she would play with their toys and then to dress her her up as a little girl in women's lingerie and repeatedly rape her. That, Pat, that's her. She lived that. She lived in a basement with a broken pipe, which was their only source for water, being raped continually by men on a bloody mattress, you know, up to 20 times a day. Send me God. And this is going on, I'm telling you, all over the world. Dare I say, in at least hundreds of thousands of places.
1: I'm your granddaughter, I'm your niece. I'm your sister. I am not a conspiracy. During the 2020 presidential elections, we heard a lot of talk about the border crisis and kids being kept in cages. President Trump was painted to be a monster because of kids in cages at the border. Kids that were in cages to be protected while our previous administration determined who was bringing them here. And there are lots of rumors now with our current administration. She
0: hasn't got the memo about Trump yet, but God bless her.
1: About kids in cages, but I can assure you it's not for the same reason. You see, kids in cages at closed, protected borders are safe kids. With immigration policies and closed borders, I would have never lived the life that I lived. Kids in cages are safe kids. They're protected kids. And I would have rather spent my life in a cage than most places that I spent the first 17 years of my life. You see, I was brought across our unprotected southern borders by coyotes when I was less than three years old. And no one stopped them. No one did a DNA test to make sure that that man or woman that brought me here was related to me. Healing has been a journey beyond anything you can imagine. But thanks to my new parents, my mom who's here today and countless others that never give up on me I can stand here today and talk to you about this with utmost confidence I serve as the program director at warrior bread Ministries in Marietta Georgia a nonprofit dedicated to the healing
0: that's where I went to chiropractic college for four years Marietta Georgia and you can see the brokenness and the humility in these in these women you know I mean I think you can you're not watching it but I think you can sense, it. you can watch these. I'm only gonna play a couple more minutes, but th- this goes on to the 55 minute mark and it's a wealth of, of knowledge regarding this particular uh, subject.
1: Deliverance and integration of trauma survivors. My story of freedom and wholeness is the foundation of many programs that we implement with our clients. So there are a few things that I am qualified to talk to you about today that we're gonna cover rather quickly. I'd love for you to go online, attend one of our rallies, hear what we're doing to combat this. But today I want to talk to you about three things. There is a widespread strategic criminal network selling children in the United States. Kids are indeed commodities. An elite pedophile ring, satanic ritual abuse, celebrity involvement, and government cover-up go way beyond any meme that you've shared on Facebook. It's a conspiracy. You see, when Coyotes brought me here with my sister and brother, We were sold to a cult called The Way International that specializes in trafficking children under the guise of pseudo-Christianity. What the world would call satanic ritual abuse. I was raised in a basement. I was denied basic food, water, and shelter, or love with eight other kids. And when I tell you my life is good now, I'm serious because of those nine kids, I'm the only one that's not dead. Except for one other, Ryan. Ryan. He's hospitalized with permanent brain damage, because I remember the night that I heard his skull crack on a concrete basement floor in the dark, echoed by muffled sobs of other kids who thought that they might be next. Don't cry or I'll make it hurt more is probably the most prevalent phrase from my childhood, and it'll come in handy today. As long as y'all don't cry, I won't cry.
0: Okay, and again, she she goes way into her her testimony at this point. Um, I didn't pick up on that the first time. The Way International is is a Christian group that brought her in and evidently trafficked her. And they're still going strong, it looks like. I just looked them up. Theway.org. I knew God would provide... You are important to the body of Christ. I'm looking at their homepage here. 80th anniversary, living victoriously today. Biblical research, teaching, and fellowship. The way international. And now you know why I do what I do. For this type of reason. Because how prevalent this kind of satanic garbage is yeah i'm looking at their uh beliefs and uh you got some rather weird unbiblical stuff i've never really heard of um (laughs) they teach this way international teaches abortion is not murder as a fetus does not have breath life therefore it does not have a living soul that's kind of funny because in the bible in the book of jeremiah god said to jeremiah before i formed in the womb I knew thee and ordained thee a prophet unto the nations. So if he knows us before he formed us in the womb, how can you say that abortion is not murder? Because a fetus does not have breath of life. I mean, it sounds like a cult to me, a pseudo critic. You go on their homepage. Oh my word. It sounds like it's the next best thing since sliced bread. I could not hardly find any red flags on, on their actual website. Um, You know, I'm just, I'm just looking at some of the other, um, anyway, it's, it sounds like a cult to me and it wouldn't surprise me that they're involved in child sex trafficking. And you know, again, ministries are used by design on purpose to do, to pull these things off, just like the Catholic church and the pedophile child molesting priesthood and and all the stuff that goes on in so many denominations virtually all denominations where you know the pastor or whoever in the church gets busted for you know having sex with children or underage or whatever this is just yet one more arm of satan with a christian veneer that is doing satan's work looks like to me Anyway, I wanted to just kind of throw that in there because I, I if you didn't hear what she was saying, you would have missed it. Um, oh, and that's, I, I'm, I'm going to stop it here regarding that whole thing. Um, yeah, you know, warriorbrideministriesoneword.com. And uh, if you want to hear the rest of her testimony, you can, the, I, I supply the link here. It's going to be a, a part two and you'll see the link there that you can click on in the pdf for this date now i got to get into now um the next part of the study which is all the other stuff that's going on in the country uh particularly america but this is affecting i think this is going to affect a large part of the planet as well first report is um demolition of supply chains is a pre-civil war sabotage to shape the battlefield for domestic warfare against we the people The United States of America is about to be plunged into a civil war, possibly. Uh, It will be ignited by the Roe versus Wade nullification decision in the Supreme Court. We've already given you some evidence of that. Now, whether they can sustain that, the left tends to be pretty lazy. I mean, the people, boots on ground in the left, they tend to be pretty lazy. So I'm not sure that this will make them froth at the mouth enough to actually sustain what they're doing. I, that remains to be seen. Um, it, the Supreme Court also rendered just rendered a landmark decision affirming the universal right to carry a personal firearm for self-defense, striking down the New York law that radically restricted the right to bear arms. And I know I've had some say to me, well, did they just do this thing with Roe v. Wade and this striking down on the Second Amendment? to foment civil war possibly yeah possibly um you know some of these things only the lord fully knows you know we see through a glass but darkly you know like the bible says that pro-second amendment decision has already seen heads explode across the anti-american anti- liberty left with rabid left-wing commentator keith oberman even calling for an open insurrection to demolish the u.s supreme court imagine if he was a christian saying that because they had just let's say they had just reaffirmed roe versus wade and they made it even worse and you could kill your babies after birth can you imagine like a pro really christian commentator calling for open insurrection by christians to demolish the u.s supreme court and seize total control of the country via the executive branch that's what he did but it's fine because he represents satan and if you're evil and if you're wicked in the modern day world well then you will be rewarded and patted on the head and protected once the Roe decision is rendered which it already has been this this report was like i don't know a couple days before the radical left may erupt into full blown domestic terrorism which if that i'm mean, already going nuts but if there is those types of, of attacks you know that it will be in it will be aided by satanic elements of our own government to foment that whole thing and grease the skids to make that all happen um Uh, once the road decision is rendered the radical left may erupt into full-blown domestic terrorism launching unrestrictive warfare on christians gun owners and conservatives the biden regime knows this is coming of course since barack obama is the key mastermind behind the whole thing yeah but i think barack obama's even taking orders from probably his illuminati masters who are ultimately taking orders from satan goes right up the food chain but yes obama as i've stated he has a he has a compound there that's blocks away from the white house that i do believe he gives his probably daily marching orders to biden uh, that's pretty well known obama runs the biden white house and tells biden's handlers what to do they shape the 2020 riots using paid mercenaries media propaganda cover color revolution tactics routinely used by the cia to overthrow governments and other nations now they plan to use the same tactics to overthrow the u.s constitution and attempt to seize permanent dictatorial control over the united states of america sabotage of food energy infrastructure is a pre-war shaping the battlefield activity the sabotage of food facilities uh, across the united states is deliberate we have published this full current list of food facilities sabotaged here Uh, i believe it's i think it's over a hundred now And there's a link to it here in the pdf similarly the sabotage attacks regulatory takedowns and cyber warfare assaults on energy infrastructure are also being carried out by the regime in order to deprive the people of fuel and transportation as we have recently published the entire supply of diesel oil in um in the united states is on track to be depleted in roughly eight weeks roughly the end of august now i'm going to talk about that now diesel oil engine um, diesel engine oil out outage alert um, if the trucks and the trains stop running forget about getting a supply of anything without trucks trains there will be no food deliveries to grocery stores uh, they're saying that the entire national supply of diesel engine oil um, will be wiped out in 48 weeks until the first quarter of 2023 because that there's two companies or Mike Adams has, has them all listed on his website. There may be more than 2 and they're all strategically saying, "Well, we we can't we can't make any more of these additives you have to have for diesel engine oil. We're not going to have any more until 2023." And kind of tough luck. So that's a real easy way they could just sabotage anything that runs on diesel. Because we're not even talking about diesel gas. We're talking about the oil in the engine. It's just a weak link they can target. There will be no inventory at the big box stores, no lumber at Home Depot. If this diesel engine situation is not somehow resolved, Amazon.com will cease to function. Because all package carriers, UPS, FedEx, United States Post Office, will not be able to move loads via road or rail. Even worse, without diesel engine oil, all agriculture will grind to a halt and crops will rot in the fields. There will be no construction machinery able to operate since they're all in diesel engines. And if your truck, if your food facility is on fire and you dial 911, they won't be able to send fire trucks because tire trucks run on diesel engines. Now, granted, this wouldn't take place instantaneously, but when they were due for the oil change, you know, that's when if they couldn't get any more diesel engine oil with those additives in them which are vital to how they run then they would shut down okay um many ships and boats also use diesel diesel engines as well so a collapse of a diesel engine oil if it runs its course leads to a total collapse of the economy theoretically yeah could happen american could not survive even six months without diesel engine oil much less a year now i really tried to do a lot of confirmation research on this um there's different links you can click on here. Motor oil shortage, diesel oil, and and here's another one. Diesel oil and engine oil is going from scarcity to non-existent. A must video then. Exclusive research. Diesel engine oil additive manufacturers that have declared force majeure or experienced disrupt, disrupted operations in 2022. Um, it's kind of weird how... All the companies that make this all of a sudden at the same time are saying, Oh, we we can't do it anymore. We we're gonna we're out of commission until 2023 for all these lame excuses. So it's coordinated, in other words. Now, whether there comes some workaround they weren't anticipating, hopefully that'll be the case. But initially, this is what and I just checked it again last night and I didn't see anything to refute this information. I've been trying to keep an eye on this, and so far I haven't. This is another plain genocide of our economy and food and everything else. Is this Achilles heel of our economy planned in order to cause lockdowns for the midterm elections? How much money are these two companies, the ones that make the additives, being paid to cut off the supplies of these vital diesel oil additives? Where are the Senate investigations into this crisis? Again, there's silence, you know america's under attack here are the rules of their war really the criminal political elites in the west pushing geopolitical movements trends and shifts happening around the world rapidly and in the western media do their best to hide things regarding the real reason behind them the rules and strategies are number one cut off supply chains two hit the fuel lines and again they're just they're doing all this three destroy wealth well they're doing that with inflation and the ever devaluing dollar and that's occurring in basically everywhere Four, disarm citizens, that's the one thing they haven't been able to quite pull off here yet. Five, affect transportation, this is what we're talking about today. Six, silence important communications. Seven, create diseases, I can see you can see a lot of this has been or being done or is being done. Eight, cause strife and division, look at what they're doing now with the, just the Roe versus Wade thing, now I'm not saying that's not good, I'm just saying that it's just creating more strife and division as well. Uh, insert lie, nine, insert lies, confusion and propaganda. Does any of that sound familiar? Is any of that being experienced right now? Well, of course, it would actually seem that we're experiencing all of it. And then we have this government issued starvation, grain storage farms going up in flames. Uh, this is a video that I'm, I'm gonna play on this.
2: Today, the 13th of June, 2022. Welcome to the Stu Peters Show. My name is Stu. Well, the past two years have been just one shock after another for American farmers and farmers really around the world. Soaring gasoline prices mean higher costs to run farm equipment. Of course, that means much higher prices to simply get food to the market. Fertilizer costs are way up. Some countries have stopped exporting fertilizer entirely. That, of course, means lower profit margins or buying less fertilizer and dealing with lower yields. On a lot of of marginal land, it means not bothering to plant and grow food at all. Well, thanks to Biden's unlimited, everlasting stimulus, there's a labor shortage everywhere in the country, too. So farmers are under pressure, a lot of pressure. Some of them are going broke. Some of them are starting to listen to buyers who are looking to snatch up their farmland. The Stu Peter Show covered a story about Oklahoma. The CCP is buying up land and mass. All over the country, farmers are selling their land off to solar power companies. For example, here in Florida, Florida Power and Light is gobbling up Florida's famous citrus orchards. The same thing is happening in lots of other states as well. It's pretty insane, actually. The sun shines literally everywhere. There's tons of places that you could build solar plants where the land is otherwise useless. We have a half a million square miles of desert in the west of this country. Put the solar panels there. But our government is obsessed with green energy and green jobs. So there's all kinds of tax breaks and favorable treatment to encourage green energy, even in places where it destroys our ability to feed ourselves. So that's what we're getting less food and more windmills and solar panels all while we're headed for the worst food crisis in decades thanks to an undeclared war that we're now fighting against russia apparently in ukraine it's all so ridiculous and so stupid you can't help but ask if it's all somehow intentional clayton llewellyn is the ceo of heavensharvest.com heaven's harvest offers emergency food kits heirloom seeds fire starting kits cookbooks and a whole lot more for making sure that you and your family can thrive even in a crumbling America. And Clayton joins us now. Clayton, thank you so much for coming. We appreciate it.
3: Hey, Stu, thanks for having me.
2: So, I mean, I guess the real question is, is this actually by accident? Are all of these things put together coincidences or is there something much more diabolical and cynical happening here?
3: Stu, it's crazy your opening there. I had a phone call with a gentleman, a really good friend of mine in Immokalee, Florida. About an hour,
0: I after we hung up the phone last time. It's about. Remember that that story I told you uh, not too long ago about the uh, I was covering a clinic in Amicalle when I was a chiropractor. I'm still a chiropractor, but when I was in Florida, and uh, I was a guy that came in with a Holly Salostri shirt that said "King of Kings and Lord of Lords." That's where that that's where I actually saw that shirt. It's actually the Rastafarian cult. But yeah, Immokalee is a primarily like a uh, agriculture uh, center, uh, not too far away from where I actually, you know, grew up in the Fort Myers area.
3: Everything you just talked about, he's living it. He's a, by trade, he's like, he's a mechanic. He works on all those big farms down there. When machines break, he fixes them. He designs plows. I mean, that's his job. When I got off the phone with you last time, I said, Henry, how's it going? What, what have we been up to? He goes, man, we are nothing. It's dead. There ain't nothing going on. This guy's been doing this for 50 years. Like, this is his job. He's made a living doing this. I said, well, what's going on? FPL's buying up all the citrus. They've lost thousands of acres of citrus trees. He goes, the tomato farmers and the pepper farmers this year, he's like, half of them have not planted. The other half only planted like half of what they normally do. So I'm guessing the costs are too high to plant. You know what I mean? They know what, they know what that acre's worth. Right. If it costs that much to plant it, they're not going to plant it. You know what I mean? They're just going to let it sit there.
2: Why are they doing it there? Yeah. I mean, that's, that's the big question. Why there? Why do we have to buy up citrus fields and knock all these trees down that provide fruit for people to consume? Why do we have to do it there when we have huge land masses of available wasteland, basically?
3: we have enough oil in the ground too for a hundred years for this country. Uh-huh. Why are we buying it from Venezuela, exactly. Iran, Saudi Arabia? I mean, we're paying $120 for a barrel of oil and we got plenty in the dirt below us. Like, yep. Stu, I don't get it, it's almost like this is designed. I mean, they're up to something.
2: So, if it is by design, uh Look, we can put this on the screen right now. I covered this with Patrick Howley. This was a National File exclusive. The CCP in Oklahoma is buying up thousands and thousands of square acres. The Chinese, like our biggest adversary, these people want to see us dead. Uh, And as a matter of fact, just as a side note here, Clayton, we outsource, what, 95% of our pharmaceuticals to China and the rest of them in India. Uh, These people, the, the people who hate us and would like to see us dead, are the ones that are manufacturing 95% of what Americans are consuming for their health. Uh, We're talking diabetics, we're talking insulin, uh, ADHD medication, uh, everything that you can think of under the sun that's prescribed to you by a doctor is coming from there. How do we know that we're not getting placebos? How do we know that this cancer fighting stuff isn't actually causing cancer? And now (laughs) they're buying up the land. What's actually being done on these fields? Well, in this particular story uncovered by Patrick Howley, they're growing illegal marijuana. So we now have farmers who are being paid big amounts of money to either destroy and burn down their crops or just walk away altogether, and it's being replaced by illegal marijuana grows. And who's tending this? Well, illegal aliens, of course, of course are tending this. How do you explain all of this, and where are we headed if this continues? Well, if, if you take
3: everything away from the American farmer, we no longer control our food source. You've just outsourced all of our food to a foreign country. You know, I remember when I didn't realize that all our pharmaceuticals and all that were coming out of China. As soon as COVID hit, we realized we didn't have any any antibiotics. Like, it's all coming out of China. Like, how, how do we trust these countries with our with our medicine? And I kind of thought that would have woke us up at that point, but it hasn't. We're doing with everything now. I mean, food's coming out of Mexico, fertilizer out of Ukraine. Like, it's it's just crazy. I don't know. I can't explain it.
2: So last time you were on, I mean, we talked about the food that we're consuming today was actually planted or grown months ago, several months, even up to a year, depending on what it is, and then these things get stored away, so the food that we're going to be consuming a year from now is stuff that's being planted and grown right now. So if it's not being planted or grown right now, it's not hyperbolic or tinfoil hat to say that we are going to be dealing with some serious shortages, if not full-fledged famine. So if we
3: think food is expensive right now, give it six months. The food they're putting in the ground today is costing six, seven dollars in diesel to plant it. It's gonna be crazy what food costs here shortly. And I'll tell you what else is crazy. All those farmers in Florida and Southern California, the truckers, a lot of those are small, independent truckers. They have quit coming to Florida to get the food. They're not even delivering it. So the guys that do have a crop, it's sitting there going bad on the vine because they can't get truckers to deliver it. Where are they? Just, Why aren't they showing, I mean, where, where are they going? Wait, I mean if these guys have a contract set up to deliver to pick up this food and deliver it to Maine, well diesel they've priced that contract at $3 a gallon and now diesel's 6 or $7 a gallon, who's going to fulfill that
2: contract? Right. Nobody, nobody's going to drive for free, they're all going to back out, and that's exactly what they're doing. Like so they can't get food in, in California we have all these ships that are just sitting out there waiting And then we had a whistleblower from one of these ports that came on the program, I don't know, this is going back six or seven months now, who said, yeah, the goods are here. They're ready to pick up, but the truckers are not showing up. And when they do, they're told to turn around and go away.
3: Yep. Just just wait now. I mean, what's diesel in California? seven eight nine dollars a gallon regular
2: gasoline is seven dollars a gallon in california yeah, and probably not much right. less wherever the rest of our viewership is watching this broadcast yeah. from so wait till this
3: prop wait till this crop comes in here in a couple months it ain't getting delivered and, and they, they've only planted half of what they normally plant like i'm telling you there's gonna be a huge huge food shortage huge like it's it's gonna so hit the city. this is
2: like black pill fear porn is what they say oh this is like way over the top you know, but okay, so for people who get it, heavensharvest.com, this is your outfit, you new advertiser on the show. We love having you here, by the way, because we love helping people and that's what we're doing here. So people that want to prep, they go into the store, they you know, they buy a lot of things, they have no idea how to use them, how to consume them. Explain how Heaven's Harvest can help.
3: <clears throat> we've we've taken two different routes to this. we we started with an heirloom seed kit. The heirloom seed kit is kind of the ultimate tool in your survival guide. You can't buy enough food to last a lifetime. I would love to sell it all to you, but it's humanly impossible. You can't store it, you know, it's it's too much. We have an heirloom seed kit. It's got 39 different varieties of heirloom seeds. We've got books, tons of literature to show you how to plant these things, how to grow them. Anything you can add to your food cache is gonna help. Um, Even if you're in the city, everybody always tells me that. You know, like I live in an apartment, like I can't do this, I can't do that. Get something growing because pretty soon i don't think you're going to be able to get a tomato you're not going to be able to get a pepper you're not going to be able to afford to get a pepper i mean it's it's just crazy but we also have the uh, the emerg- emergency survival food and this stuff is really important because this gets you through the beginning of it i mean if something happens today you obviously can't you know go out to your garden and grab it so the survival food is a great thing just to stick in your closet keep it there you know it's you can help your friends you can help your family because when the grocery store runs out what do they say 4 days is all we have worth of food on the shelf four days that's it you're out like it'll be crazy in the cities it's 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 going to be insane so get that emergency survival food there's four different kinds there's entree buckets breakfast buckets protein buckets and we got a fruit and vegetable bucket there's plenty of literature like it's just it's a it's a good place to go to get stocked up on stuff we have it in stock right now so get it while we have it because i don't think it's going to last a whole lot longer
2: Yeah, check it out, heavensharvest.com, great site, all all kinds of great things there. But you you brought up an interesting point. Four four days of food is what's on the shelves in your typical supermarket, four days of goods. Um, We have seen entire empires fall. We've seen revolutions begin because of famine. I mean, this is in our history. It's amazing what people will do to feed their kids. I know that there's nothing I wouldn't do to feed my kids. So really... There's no script here. This is this is an endless, like, I mean, limitless things that people will do, essentially. And I'm talking about violence specifically, so I don't need to hint around. I'm talking about violence. People will kill people for food. So if you think that you saw violence in the summer of 2020 as Antifa and Black Lives Matter, criminal thug terrorists burned down cities with impunity, uh, there was no shortage of food happening then. So I mean, can you imagine what's going to happen in this country when we're told or when we go and we can't get the basic things that we need for our kids to survive? I mean, it's going to be all out. People will be going door to door robbing people, breaking into their homes. People are going to be home, obviously they're going to defend their life, liberty and property. We still have guns here in this country. Some great news coming up on 2A by the way, a constitutional carry bill. It sounds like coming out of the Supreme Court either this week or potentially mm-hmm. next. People are going and That
0: did happen with the with what I saw in the
2: Supreme Court. Get violent? Do you agree?
3: Absolutely. Everybody, always—it's funny because we get phone calls all the time. Well, that can't happen here. That's not going to happen here. Like, w- this is going to be worse than Arab Spring. You know what I mean? Like, we just—we just starved our infants. There's no food for infants. Like, this is supposedly the greatest country in the world, and we can't feed our infants. Don't think for a second they're concerned about you. You know, as soon as that food runs dry, the cities are going to erupt. There's four days four days' worth of food, the cities will erupt, the cops are gonna go home to protect their families, so when you call 911, there's not gonna be anybody coming for you, because they're gonna be home taking care of their own.
2: It's unbelievable that we're sitting in a place where we're talking about this. (laughs) And all of this, 100% of it, is being done intentionally. It's all being done on purpose. You bring up great points. (laughs) I mean, you, you really are well articulated in this, because you don't think about that, Yeah, they want to kill you. We talk about that every day on this program. They're trying to inject you to death, starve you to death. But yes, what have we sent as a message, an indicator to the country? No baby formula. So we're going to starve infants. We're going to do it on purpose when there's a fix there. It can happen right now. Peter Navarro on the show last week said if he was still in charge economically under Trump, this would have been fixed. Boom, right now. These are things that can be dealt with. They can be fixed immediately they don't want to it's super obvious so when are we going to actually start having the conversation why is it it's you're not allowed to talk about these things
3: Do i don't know i'm i'm completely lost by the situation oil
2: wow. we can fix
3: it immediately food we could fix it immediately like it's just i'm i'm lost as to what's coming like i, I just I, I don't have an answer for it get prepared get food on your get food in the closet Churches, churches need to have this stuff. They need to have a room full of this stuff because yes. people are
2: going to be coming to churches looking for food. They will. Absolutely.
0: Um, so that's Heaven's Harvest. That's his, um, his uh, website. And I don't know. I haven't researched them. I have his Heaven's Harvest dot com. I'm not telling you to go that route. Um, he seems like a good dude. They've got survival food, heirloom seeds, water filtration and storage, gardening, the whole nine yards. Now I'm also going to be playing a video a little bit later on, okay, you can't afford that, <laughs> you know, well, there's still plenty you can do right now, just at the grocery stores. Um, And I think places like big lots, uh, which is one of the things we have here. I mean, some of these like bargain box stores, as long as, is you know, the expiration dates are good. A lot of times you can find some really good uh, deals to buy in bulk at those places as well, and, and I'll let that other video uh, play a little bit later. Okay, so continuing on, we're uh, this one is this report is we're barely making it. Furious farmer goes viral explaining why food prices are going going to go up. U.S. farmer sentiment plummeted in May as producers have become anxious about their farms' financial health. To that end, Ohio farmer Holly Wallinaw took to TikTok two weeks ago in a now viral video to explain how farmers are suffering under inflated input costs, which is going to send the price of food much higher than it is right now. In the video, at least partially, and i give you a link to it, she says, there are two things that we have to buy, she said, adding, I'm sorry, there are things that we have to buy, she said, adding that there's something we have to buy that two years ago cost us $24. Last year, it was $46. And this year it's going to be 96. So in other words, it's basically quadrupled. Please understand, food prices are going to go up. She continues, you want to act like it's the farmer's fault. It's not the farmer's fault. We are barely making it to grow stuff. So you guys are able to get it in August, September, October. Guys, this is not going to go away. Stop sticking your head in the sand and thinking, oh, it's going to be okay. In a Saturday video well now related story about another farmer who was unable to lock in diesel pricing for this fall and was told that it was because of the uncertainty amid rising diesel costs and she goes on to say that alone guys to fill tractors and equipment needed to get the product out to the field is going to be astronomically bad all the way around she added saying so understand people are like oh plan ahead we're trying but they're not letting us they are not letting farmers plan ahead although they are trying diesel is projected to be nine to ten dollars a gallon in the fall you know again they're just trying to sabotage the farmers and so many other aspects of uh the economy going up further it says this is far this is far from the first farmer to offer dire warning three weeks ago john Boyd jr the president of the national black farmers association said quote we are in a crisis right now as far as food chain goes with the farmer in this country Adding, we're going to see a lot more empty shelves, a lot more higher food prices. In his 43 career, 40 year, I'm sorry, 40 year career as a farmer, Boyd said that he never imagined he would be paying 563 for a gallon of diesel, um, <clears throat> $900 for a ton of fertilizer, and all-time high prices for soybean seeds. All of these prices he mentioned are record highs, pressuring farmers' margins. He stated the worst-case scenario is a lot of food shortages and uh that could materialize later this year and then we have this um on a ranch in southwest in the state of kansas alone more than three thousand cattle suddenly fell dead last weekend according to the farmers there's no plausible explanation for the mass extinction and cases like this are accumulated in the united states um and there's a there's a little link to the actual video where they they're showing all these dead cows um where these 3,000 died and then then there's this following over 100 fires that appear to be acts of sabotage against food facilities across the United States speculation is now running rampant about the thousands of cattle that appear to have died suddenly in Kansas over the weekend according to the corporate media which also claims all COVID vaccines are safe and effective these sudden mass deaths are the result of heat Yet cows are incredibly resilient and frequently endure the same temperatures that the Midwest is experiencing right now. Why then are thousands of cattle apparently dying so suddenly? Well, I just talked to my farmer uh, that lives in close proximity to me. Um, Went to a farmer's market this last weekend and I told him about this and he had heard about it. And, you know, we both were like, this is really fishy. And he he has hundreds and hundreds of heads of cattle. Okay, that's what he does. I mean, yeah, he's got he's got uh, fields where he plants crops, but I think his primary pr- primary business is cattle, cows. And no, he told me it doesn't make any sense as well. Uh, <clears throat> AGDaily.com, like the rest of the conventional media says, deaths were caused by a combination of heat, humidity, lack of wind. Mike Adams put another thing up there, talked about NASA and, I don't know, something with the solar... I'm leery. I I think this is probably all part of the plan. Um, CNBC reported that the Kansas Department of Health and Environmental agrees with this assessment. Yet I am personally near hundreds of heads of cattle in Central Texas, where temperatures are the same, and the days are even longer this time of year due to the more southern latitude. I see Longhorn cattle, Angus, Blanco breeds around Central Texas, yet I don't see thousands of cattle dropping dead anywhere. Digging into this issue further, I called one of my friends who owns several... 100 heads of cattle he was already aware of kansas mass mass death and had been discussing it with other cattle owners i asked him if he believed the media story that all the cattle suddenly del- died from heat exposure his answer quote, i doubt it very seriously that so many would drop dead all at the same time he told me in a heat related incident they would wouldn't all drop dead at the same time you would see a few dead at a time scattered across the herd but not so many deaths all at once yeah great point um when i asked him if he thinks these are natural deaths um, or something more like sabotage he said i'm thinking it's something more nefarious bovine epidemic can also cause large scale simultaneous death but no one is claiming these are bovine epidemic deaths so that leaves only a couple possibilities in the realm of sabotage number one poisoning of the water or two directed energy weapons dues yeah I could do it this is on top of the over 100 documented cases of arson sabotage of food facilities across the usa our research staff has put together the full details of each of these dates locations um, facility name description of the fire and we will be publishing this update soon um, that's actually the second thing i've mentioned today about that what many americans are waking up to right now is the reality that our own government is at war with we the people they are deliberately destroying the energy infrastructure and obliterating the economy they are crashing asset markets and are utterly destroying the future viability of pensions and now it's clear they're taking down the food supply chain on purpose thrusting the american people into food scarcity food inflation and real famine yes thank you american government it seems as if the illegitimate Biden regime was never actually elected in power wants to create nationwide... They couldn't pull it off under Trump. Bottom line. This this was something that Biden was created for. Uh, the They want to create national nationwide riots before the midterm elections so they can justify declaration of martial law or some other emergency. Yeah, probably. They need some big break so they can try to cancel the elections or force nationwide mail-in voting so they can steal the election results. Yeah, but... They stole him anyway last time, and I don't see anything that's going to change. You know, come on. I mean, I, I as much as, you know, I have went after Trump, obviously he won that election. I mean, obviously he did. You know, I've never disputed that. So, you know, I just don't, I, I don't see things getting, I don't see how things have gotten less corrupt under the most corrupt regime we've ever seen, which is Biden, is the whole point I guess I'm trying to make. Which is which? Each passing day, they tear down something else, like that keeps the economy running: pipelines, international trade, railroads, infant formula manufacturing. Week after week, the food collapse intensifies while food prices skyrocket. The end result is obvious: widespread food scarcity combined with sky-high sky high prices that few will be able to afford. Uh, I'm not even going to play this, but it's you can. I'm going to keep it in here. Another food processing plant erupts in flames. The 97th suspicious event, and I've heard it's over 100. So I'm, it's in that range 97 suspicious events since the start of 2021 uh then there's this you do not need to get expensive survival food get rice beans and canned goods now remember about food fatigue though Too, get foods that you know yeah you want to have variety you know you want to have as much variety of foods you like as possible that is what i would advise so i'm going to just play this um this video here where he kind of gets into this whole thing here it's it's not a real long video but it's some it's some good things that to be reminded of. now this guy the southern prepper one he does a video at least once a day where he gives you an update of all the mail emails coming into him about all the stuff going on around the nation I I don't get to it every day but two three four times a week I'm trying to listen to him because it's he really has a pulse on Things that are going on on a local level around the nation, things that people are experiencing firsthand. So it's Southern Prepper One on YouTube, and he's got some really good info.
4: Hey, YouTube, this is Southern Prepper One. I want to. Do a short video. I've had a lot of people. I think these are new people that are just new to prepping. They're almost in panic mode. Well, I could say yes. I've talked to some that are in panic mode. Um, And I don't want to contribute to their anxiety, um, but I'll continue doing what I'm doing. But I need to talk to these people. They're panicking because they're trying to get uh, dehydrated food, uh, survival food, um, and they're saying it's so expensive and it's outrageously priced and it's a lot of stuff's back ordered you can't get it so don't panic you do not need this type of food Um, so if i'm getting numerous questions about this there's got to be a lot of other people that just you know afraid to ask or are are so frozen in place you don't need dehydrated food you don't need it yes it's good because it's long-term but don't panic at this point your money needs to be spent on canned goods stuff you can buy at the grocery store stuff you normally eat do not buy anything you don't eat now if you're looking at something thinking that might fit the bill buy one go home immediately eat it prepare it in a meal and see if you like it do not stock anything that you do not like a lot but i will have to say there are some exceptions some of you might say dave i don't eat a lot of rice Rice is something you need to stock if you don't have a lot of money um, to to buy a lot of dehydrated foods or a lot of foods that you like. Uh, You're going to come to like rice. Uh, You can add rice to every meal pretty much. You can add uh, dehydrated potato. To every meal and make make things go farther and that's what you need to be doing right now so don't panic because everything's sold out on the uh, the high dollar stuff that stuff is outrageously priced at this point Um, so concentrate on things you normally eat things you normally I mean
0: it was expensive before and now we're getting you know I'm talking about long-term survival food now we're getting into you know hyperbolic food prices just on normal food so you can imagine how high price that's going to end up becoming
4: and go from there um, that stuff is going to be good for a long time past the expiration date but when you're in the store look for expiration dates that are getting close to expire they're out there i guess they're cleaning out warehouses and coming up with a lot of products and and putting it back on the shelf there so get the expiration date that's the furthest out that just makes the most common sense right so
0: Don't panic. Remember, just because, you know, expiration dates are basically put there for a lot of different... But, like, even with my nutrients, I've got stuff that, you know, expiration, like, it's a magical date when everything goes inactive in the product. And they're put there primarily in these for purely FDA reasons. A lot of the times, depending on what, like, even the supplement is, they're good for years after that. Now, if it's a whole food product, you know... Yeah, it's a little bit different because, you know, whole food is going to, you know, tend to, you know, it's like if you have a natural loaf of bread and one that's been synthetically treated with all the chemicals, a lot of times like they, you know, they, the whole joke about Twinkies, how they can last 100 years or whatever because of all the, the synthetic stuff in there. Something that's truly natural is going to have a, t- a tendency to not have near the shelf life as something that's not natural and is, you know, synthetic in these types of things, so just bear these things in mind with the canned foods as well they're they're good far past the expiration you want to try to keep them in a cool um obviously environment um in these types of things if, if at all possible
4: um you do not need that high priced food from a lot of companies that are trying to sell it and push it and i've seen some commercials from there that uh Man, they've taken this fear thing and then they're using it to sell their product. Um, You know, I'm all for capitalism, but a lot of people are easily manipulated uh, because they're very fearful because they don't know what's coming in the sense they just started waking up. So if you're a seasoned prepper and you're dealing with any new preppers, make sure they know they don't need that stuff. That that stuff is great to have, but at this point, because so many people have limited finances, you need need to be looking at your dried beans. Now, make sure you like them. Um, You know, if you like only one or two, buy those. Don't buy other stuff you don't like. You need rice, you need dried beans, you need canned goods and then what you need to do is you need to start making some meals for your family with these items because you're going to realize oh i need more soy sauce or i need more this type of seasoning or i need this greek seasoning in this little canister with these seasonings the food tastes good without the seasoning it tastes blonde it tastes terrible but guess what You're going to still be so happy. You have all that rice, all that beans, what's coming down the pipe. You need to have food uh, stacked to the rafters. Also,
0: even things that you, you know, you have to also think in terms of bartering as well. Because it may be something where you have an excess of something, and then you realize, oh, wow, I really like And then maybe you could actually use that to barter with.
4: If you can't afford food stacked the rafters, that means you're probably qualified to use uh, any type of the SNAP program, uh, food stamps, and you need to put your pride away and you need to get on it. This is not something we can have. Your pride has got to be pushed to the back. If you're struggling to put food on the table right now, you're going to be really struggling in six months to put food on the table. Put your pride aside, please and get what you can get if you're legally entitled to it. Don't lie and steal and cheat to get something you're not. But if you qualify, you need to get signed up.
0: Next, it's
4: food pantries.
0: Now, I'm not, you know, I'm, 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 very leery of getting yoked up with the government in any way, shape, or form. So just take that with a grain of salt. Do as the Lord leads you.
4: If you're qualified to use a food pantry right now, you need to be using it, and you need to be taking that food and stocking it up. I'm not asking you to do something illegal. I'm asking you, if you qualify legally right now and you have a need, use it. Get, put your pride aside and put food in your pantry. I've talked to preppers, and they say, oh, and their pride gets in the way because they don't want to go to the food pantry. I think soon you're not going to have the option to go to a food pantry. And I've had reports of the food pantries way their people giving the food to them are cut down. Companies giving the food to them are cut down because they don't have the food to give. So in six months, you might go to the food pantry and you barely get anything. So right now, food pantries. If you're qualified to use them now, use them. Put that food back. I hope this helps. No panic, no fear. Just keep pushing towards filling your pantry by whatever means legally possible. Thanks for watching.
0: Okay, um, uh, and we're almost done here. Uh, shifting gears slightly, but it's it's all related. Uh, stocks bonds crypto and real estate the whole house of cards is potentially coming down the Fed raised interest rates by 0.75 percent today and this was on the 15th of June <clears throat> and which is 75 basis points fulfilling their promise to attempt to reverse the runaway inflation that they caused in the first place by printing trillions of dollars and flooding the markets with cheap and nearly or nearly free funds zero percent interest rates for example as of right now america's real estate bubble is now in the process of a catastrophic collapse the stock market is collapsing and the crypto universe is absolutely imploding the crypto apocalypse is here writes michael schneider of the end of the american dream over the last seven months we have witnessed a cryptocurrency collapse and again I've, i've warned against this stuff ever since i started talking about it it's you know for a lot of different reasons but um just key in cryptocurrency or um CBDCs or these types of things Uh, and again this is from Michael Schneider he says over the last seven months we've witnessed a cryptocurrency collapse that is so epic that it is truly difficult to put into words approximately two-thirds of the value of all cryptocurrencies have already been wiped out some are calling this a crash but the truth is it's a sort of full-blown collapse so many have been warning about for so long a lot of crypto investors are now deeply in the red and the outlook for the months ahead is very bleak meanwhile the average stock portfolio is down 31% this year alone <clears throat> and the downside still remaining now looks like a deep ominous chasm of financial devastation that's going to suck the vast majority of americans into financial destitution you see while everybody else's assets are plummeting the prices of things they are needed they need to buy keep skyrocketing every thing people own is going to collapse in value while nearly everything people buy is going to double or triple in price the real estate bubble, um, he's saying, will now collapse. However, which may offer some relief for those trying to rent or purchase new homes, but for tens of millions of people already looking into bubble price mortgages and rent contracts, the pain of paying too much won't be easily reversed. The truth is, is that most assets have pon- has been have been. Con- I'm sorry, I'm I'm like I'm running out of gas here. The truth is that most assets have been Ponzi schemes for many years or even decades. The stock market hasn't operated from fiscal reality since the 1980s, and the fiat currency dollar has been living in delusional fairy tale land since Nixon took it off the gold standard in 1971. It really goes back further, but yeah. The real estate asset price explosion was just an expression of low interest rates and cheap money. While Crypto Universe was a grand social experiment that primarily served a new gentleman's dot-com bubble, they, where they ultimately learn an expensive but valuable lesson in the seduction and false promise of seemingly becoming uh, wealthy without work. Too many crypto pioneers thought they could recreate the laws of economics by simply claiming absurd things that aren't true, like, quote, we don't need intrinsic value. Our token is backed by an algorithm, uh, meaning crypto. See, what we're all beginning to experience in the world right now is a heavy dose of reality. Top headlines, read. Goodbye. Dow drops thirty thousand. I'm sorry. Dow drops below thirty thousand. Wall Street sounds louder. Recession call. Consumer spending running out of steam. Housing starts to collapse. Three trillion in retirement savings wiped out. Thirty-six percent earning a hundred percent. Thirty-six percent of the people earning a hundred thousand dollars or more are living paycheck to paycheck. Wow. China Treasury Holdings at a 12-year low. Uh, Japan cuts theirs. Uh, food shortage worries mount as farms crushed. Teetering on edge. Crypto winner, Digital fortunes vanishing. Um, world's richest lose $1.4 trillion. Shocking consumer credit numbers. Many maxing out on their credit card ahead of the recession. Yeah, many are just living off of credit cards, I hear. Credit unions and banking groups warn of devastating consequences of a U.S. Central Bank Digital Currency. And I've been warning about that for months here. Just key in CBDC, or Central Bank Digital Currency, on why that's not good. And then the last thing here is entitled, they're pulling the plug, Greg Hunter, um, USAWatchdog.com. Precious metals expert and writer financial Bill Holter said early in April that he thought we did not have much time until the financial meltdown started. He gave it 60 days. Well, I mean, I think we're already experiencing that. I mean, come on. Uh, two months later, the meltdown started in earnest right on time. The world is at a debt level never seen before. Holter contends, right? And remember, it's all about tearing down the old world order so they can bring in the new. So this is not, this is all a plan to do this. Um, the world is at a debt level never seen before. Holter contends rising interest rates are the key driver here and... now Holter explains interest rates are the key to the whole collapse mortgage rates as of right now are six point one five percent mortgage rates started the year at just over three percent in the fourth quarter of last year we had a mortgage rates as low as 2.75 percent what that tells you is that if you're qualified for a one million dollar mortgage at the end of the year uh, at the end of last year you only qualify for a five hundred thousand dollar mortgage now If you're a property owner, that means the pool of potential buyers is far less than six months ago, simply because the interest rates have basically doubled. Holter also says that means property values are dramatically cut. Don't expect the Fed to come in and save the day like it did in the last financial meltdown back in 2008-2009. The Fed bailed out the economy when it started printing money like crazy and it never stopped, Holter says. Quote, the bottom line is that the world financial system and thus real economies have been on life support since 2008. Really, you could go back way further than that, but yeah, I, I get what he's saying. What people should understand is that when the Fed says they're going to raise interest rates and they're going to shrink their balance sheet, that means they're pulling the plug out of the wall. They are taking the system off life support. The bottom line is the system cannot live without life support. The Ponzi scheme cannot continue without new capital coming into the system. They're pulling the plug, is what they're doing. It's game over. Now, granted, this is his opinion. I'm, you know, I'm not. Bible says, "Be careful for nothing," meaning full of care, meaning you don't wring your hands and, and go nuts. You focus on the Lord Jesus Christ and pray about it. Do as he lead. Do as he's leading you. Read the Word of God. Pray, fast, whatever answer you're trying to get, you know. And um, I would go about it that way. This this isn't about. I'm not trying to you know do these programs to instill all this fear of man. The fear of man bringeth a snare, is what the Bible says. So we want to be level-headed about these things, but I also am a watchman, and I'm instructed to kind of, we're kind of looking at the the whole waterfront here, we we, we looked at the whole farming situation, and the now we're looking at crypto, and the financial, and, and what the farmers are saying, and it's just, you know, it's a lot of different people saying kind of the same thing, and they're like boots on the ground, they're, you know, they, they know what they're talking about. So Holter also talks about gold and silver and why you should hold them in hand. Don't do gold IRAs or gold and paper, silver and paper. Oh, my word. I I say I've been saying this for years, guys, when when the house of cards comes down, if you have anything in paper, it's probably going to be gone. You want to physically hold it. Uh, And don't have it in a safe deposit deposit box in the bank because they can go in there and get it. If the banking has a bank holiday, they have that right. I've went over those teachings before where they can go in and raid your safety deposit box and you'll never see a thing. Um, So Holter thinks a Mad Max scenario is a real possibility and says we have not seen the peak of the inflation. And there's a lot more in the 44 minute interview and I give you the link to that. So anyway, that's all we have for today. Um, And God bless you and we will see you in the next audio.